0: Hey, Faith. Hey, Dan. What type of pants do ghosts wear?
1: I don't know what kind.
0: Boo jeans.
1: Boo. The late night fright begins now.
0: Only on WKMF, Cozy Corner, Public Radio. You're listening to WKMF cozy corner public access radio it's the witching hour time for the late night fright with your hosts dan and faith Welcome Boogers to the Late Night Fright. I am Dan and with me as always is my very lovely, my very talented co-host, everyone's favorite barista, the owner of the Cozy Cafe, Faith. Say hi, Faith. Hi, Faith. Faith, we are back in studio finally. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've had two weeks Out of studio we have been doing commentaries we did the robert england double bill of a nightmare on elm street 3 and a nightmare on elm street 4 and we were joined by our very good friend bobby the host of afterglow the show that comes on after the late night fright what did you think of our foray into commentary
1: i loved it i was it was very exciting and fun i like changing it up
0: i had a good time it was good to change it up uh i hope that the fans liked it uh if you're out there listening Feel free reach out to us. You know how to get in touch with us. latenightfright.com. dot com. We're on the World Wide Web, people. We're we're kind of kind of a big deal yeah, here, right? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, we're being listened to all over the world. Oh, yeah. We uh we want to say hello to our friends in Sweden and in Belgium, and of course our friends in Australia and Great Britain. She knows who she is in Great Britain. <laughs> She's going to be upset. I think she has a street gone where we've mentioned her on pretty much every show since I think there was since, one we missed her. Yeah. I think there was one we forgot about her. Since she's, you know, kind of shown up. Uh so to the Cenobite Queen, she knows who she is. Hello. Uh to our friends in Canada, we got Canada yeah. on the map and we want to welcome them. And we would also like to say hello to our new friend Rebecca uh of the podcast, Empaths Alchemy. If you are interested in empathy, if you are empathic, if you're having trouble dealing with your empathy uh she check out her show yeah, it she's is incredible it, she's really wonderful mm-hmm. uh if you're wary of the new age stuff that's out there in uh in relation to that you know to uh, to healing and mm-hmm. and and coming into your own check her show out she's very wonderful she cuts right through it she gave us a shout out and i'm more than happy to give her a shout out and we sent her a piece of music to use as her theme and she seems to really enjoy it and yeah, it was you a, did pleasure. a great job on
1: that one. it was
0: a pleasure doing it Beautiful. and anything else that you need let us know we'll mm-hmm. we'll, we'll 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 help you out and uh, she said she's a big fan of the show we're a big fan of her show
2: mm-hmm.
0: and we're looking forward to listening to you for a long long time uh, so faith how have things been going because we haven't actually done this show in a while I so things've
1: been pretty good actually. Pretty yeah, good.
0: Pretty good, yeah. Uh, the last that we were actually in the studio, you had a situation with a pervy ghost. Is mm-hmm. that pervy ghost still in the cozy cafe?
1: He's not. He, he or she, you know. I don't know. I don't know who it is. But no, uh, it's been it's been quiet.
0: That's that's probably good. That's yeah. probably good. Now you also had at at the last uh, we we had checked you had a ghost that had been haunting your men's bathroom that. Was very fond of farting. You yeah. brought in an EVP of that. Has has there been any activity there on that has front?
1: Not. The only thing that's been in the men's bathroom lately is a is a loose lizard. But other than that, pretty quiet.
0: Now, when you say that there's been a loose lizard <laughs> in the men's bathroom, do you mean <laughs> I that I don't there's...
1: mean that in any other way. But there is a literal lizard the... that came inside, and he is in the men's bathroom hiding out. That's all I mean.
0: <laughs> you know, I wanna I wanna say this on the air. <laughs> and we haven't talked about this i think it would be great if you put a sign up on the men's bathroom <laughs> that said loose lizards i think i think that should be the new uh
1: you know this is actually like the third time that a lizard has gotten loose in the men's bathroom specifically
0: oh there's been more than there's more than more three than times first... that a lizard has gotten loose <laughs> well, in that, the men's that bathroom trust me. <laughs> that trust me i've on seen that. you know <laughs> uh, we're we're, Sorry, we're we're <laughs> going to stop that that train of thought right here. This is a family show, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, other than that, things have been pretty good. They've been pretty good. Things have been pretty good on this end too. It's been it's been pretty quiet here. You know, we uh Cozy Corner is a place that has a gate to hell open yeah. under it, but uh we deal with it maybe, the best maybe that we can. Maybe
1: we're just used to it at this point. We don't even really <laughs> notice anything happening. I don't know.
0: Uh, you know, isn't that isn't that a thought that you get so used to things that you don't notice yeah, maybe things it's just... happening yeah that might be a good question for our friend rebecca you know can you get so used to, to things the,
1: yeah, that you just don't even that notice you don't
0: notice things happening, what's happening. Mm-hmm. i'm sure she would probably say that you yeah. can get so mired down that you don't notice and, and recognize the good things in your life
1: yeah I, I would agree we're
0: gonna we're gonna throw that question out to her and, and i'm expecting an answer that's right that's right rebecca of impasse alchemy we just put we just called you out can you get so used to a situation that you don't recognize other things it's a good question that's we're getting deep here tonight on the late night fright right we don't usually go this deep
1: that's what she said
0: i set her up for that
1: boom that's what she said there it is Uh
0: and we're back people (laughs) It's good to be back on WKMF here in Cozy Corner. It
1: is wonderful.
0: Faith, I think we have a pretty good show tonight. I say that a lot, but I really do think that we have a pretty good show tonight. Do you want to tell our boogers out there what we are going to be talking about tonight?
1: We are talking about the movie Summer of 84.
0: Summer of 84. This is available on On Shudder. And we've mentioned Shutter before. Shutter is 3.99 a month. Yeah,
1: shout out to Shutter. You guys are awesome. Shout out to Shutter.
0: <laughs> Shutter is awesome. 3.99 is a month. Awesome. We're not getting money off of this. No, not we at all. we should get a free month because we're we're singing the praises of Shutter. <laughs>
1: Wait, technically, didn't we get did not you get or a free week or something when you signed you up? You get
0: 7 days. That, okay, well, you okay. Get seven well, days. 30
1: days would be cool to you. Know?
0: That would be very cool. We um Shutter's great. It's like the Netflix of horror movies and we found this 2018 movie. It's a Canadian film. Called Summer of '84, absolutely wonderful. We're going to talk about that. It's uh, it's going to be a little different tonight because usually, Faith, would you say that we kind of get a little analytical sometimes here?
1: Yeah, I think we definitely dive into movies really. Deep. We,
0: if you're new to the show, what we like to do is we like to kind of get into in the movies and tell you what we like about the movie and why we like mm-hmm. it, like what what is making this movie work. So right. we we delve into screenplay and music and behind the scenes exactly. things, some history. And then what is going on and what the film that we watched is ultimately trying to say, we're not going to do that yeah. tonight because this is kind of a newer movie.
1: Yeah, we kind of want to keep it, you know,
0: we kind of a surprise
1: it. to people. Yeah, we just basically want to tell you to go watch it, kind of give you a few things about it, but other than that, you just need to watch it.
0: It's, it's a really wonderful movie. Really we're going to get into that and, and what we like about it without spoiling you. We're going to try not to spoil anyone. And Faith? Do you know what time it is?
1: What time is it?
0: Faith, it's time for the news.
1: Oh, well, let's go for it.
3: Special report! Special report!
0: Well, Faith, that was different music than we usually have for our little I know. news break. Those are very and, different. And indeed, we do have a special report. This just came across the desk. There is a monkey loose in cozy corner oh, a wow. monkey is loose in cozy corner cozy corner police department spokesman frank monday says that this monkey is loose and please do not pet the monkey
1: that's what she said
0: faith this is a very serious matter Sorry. i don't think you should be joking
1: i you know jokes help me with painful situations
0: don't pet the monkey faith
1: that's what she said
0: it's automatic at this point, isn't it? It
1: really is. It's, it's a habit. We
0: could have a public health scare out there. Have you ever seen the movie Outbreak? I don't know. With Dustin Hoffman, where the monkey transmits diseases? And by the way, why is it when someone gets sick that they always get on a plane? You ever notice that? It's like, did you see the movie Contagion, I think, with Gwyneth Paltrow? Yes. Like, we could all end up like Gwyneth Paltrow at the end of that movie with our brains on a rack somewhere in a hospital, looking all dead and lifeless, More dead and lifeless than usual. I was gonna say that. That That's exactly what I was gonna say. For Gwyneth Paltrow, I may have just talked bad about Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm pretty sure she doesn't listen to the show. I'm sure she doesn't. You know. I'm I'm sure she doesn't. Probably way too good for us. She's. No, I know she's way too good for us. She's. She's high class. Yeah, we're low rent. You know that. But seriously, Faith, this could be a very serious matter, and you're sitting over there joking about it. I'm
1: telling you, I am like Chandler Bing. I have to joke about the painful situations that are happening. You should know that
0: this town, this this town could be wide open. Well,
1: I don't. That's what she said. I don't plan on touching any monkeys.
0: That's what she said. <laughs> what about uh? What about lizards? What did we call them earlier? The uh, lost lizard? Loose lizard. The loose lizard? What about loose lizards, Faith? I'll
1: touch a loose lizard. That's what Where
0: she is. said. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, there is a monkey that is wandering the streets of Cozy Corner. Faith, and I just have to add this that I think. I don't know. I get this feeling every now and then that, you know, this monkey might lead to us possibly not finishing the show.
1: Probably so. All I have to say is lock your doors and bolt your windows. And don't touch the monkey. Don't touch the monkey.
0: Well, we are going to take a break. And you know what time it it is, right? Booger of the week. It's time for the booger Mm -hmm. of the week. Hopefully you've been listening. We might have some new listeners. Why do we call it the booger of the week, Faith?
1: Because your uncle used to call it the booger that
3: correct,
0: that's right. He called mm-hmm. the boogeyman booger. the booger man, and it was good enough for him, it's good enough for us. So, we are going to take a break when we get back. We are going to talk about a charming little movie called Summer of 84. Yeah. We will see you on the other side. Butter Butter the I'll get you, my pretty. And your little dog, too. The 99th most famous quote in movie history, according to the American Film Institute, belongs to the fourth greatest villain, the Wicked Witch of the West, from 1939's The Wizard of Oz. Margaret Hamilton's iconic green-skinned performance has been scaring children for 80 years now, and though the character is described much differently in L. Frank Baum's original novel, Hamilton's look and performance has become the iconic take on the character. Originally conceived as a more glamorous-looking witch, complete with a musical number, the decision to make her more gruesome and, dare I say, boogery proved to be the correct one. Hamilton's performance as Almira Gulch is just as hiss-worthy as the witch. Cinema's most famous aquaphobe is timeless, and will undoubtedly be scaring children for another 80 years and beyond. Margaret Hamilton, as the Wicked Witch of the West, is our Booger of the Week.
3: Hey, this is Bobby, host of Afterglow, the show that comes on after the Late Night Fright. Like, that Welsh Jennings Corporation, like, they kind of, like, showed up at my house, and they was like, hey, we want you to do these commercials, you know? And, like, and I was like, hey, don't you guys, like, back, like, truckloads of money up, you know? But they was like, hey, we ain't got any truckloads of money for you. We're kind of under this lawsuit. So, like, you know, they brought me, like, this home gym, which was, like, really cool, you know? So, like, now I can, like, you know, do all my squats and hammer curls at home, which is great, you know? So, you know, I mean, I know a lot of people don't want them to come here, but, hey, you know, Welsh Jennings can't be all that bad, right? Yeah, it's Bobby. Welsh Jennings.
1: Hey, Dan. Hey, Faith. Why do ghosts like elevators so much? I don't know. It raises their spirits.
0: Boo. We'll be right back. The Cozy Corner Community Playhouse proudly presents a production of Armageddon, starring Bobby, host of Afterglow, the show that comes on after the late night fright, and Faith, host of the late night fright.
2: La 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 la. La 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 la.
1: I love you so much, Daddy. I'm so proud of you. I'm so scared. I'm so scared.
3: Yeah, I know a baby, but there won't be anything to be scared of soon.
0: Armageddon, a production of the Cozy Corner Community Playhouse.
3: Yeah, we win, Gracie! Hey, guys,
2: this is Anita Westwind with the Cozy Corner Health Department. Here's a message for you. Do not pet the monkeys. I repeat, do not pet the monkeys. Stay spooky, Dan and Faith.
0: welcome back boogers to the late night fright i am dan and i am faith and faith the phone lines are open tonight we're taking phone calls again i think we've made up with the town and we were well we weren't in the studio just now when we were on the break but we did get that message from the health department and Mm -hmm. want to thank them for sending that in yes
1: thank
0: you this is apparently a very serious situation um do not touch the monkey
1: that's what she said there it is I'm sorry
0: there it is it's only in Cozy Corner <laughs> only in Cozy Corner what is what are you betting on I'm betting on genetically enhanced yeah, I think it's yeah, a genetically enhanced super super soldier guess. monkey there That's that's probably making its way here to the studio right now <sighs> to, to end this all
1: well I just said we need to you know bolt bolt the uh, lock the doors bolt the windows we have everything secure
0: yeah we're we're okay we're used to it now So welcome. If this is your first time joining us, we are very glad to have you with us. We know you have a lot of options as to what you listen to, and we're very happy that you're with us in Cozy Corner. We hope you've poured yourself your favorite coffee drink and have your feet up. And uh, we are going to talk about a movie called Summer of 84. This movie is available on Shudder. It is a 2018 film. It's a Canadian production. Let's start it off. Faith, what did you think of Summer of 84?
1: This movie is um, incredible. It's one of the most, um, the newer horror films that I actually really enjoy.
0: I absolutely adore this movie. Did I see it first? Did I? You
1: did. And you're like, you have to watch this movie.
0: Right. I think, and and you watched it, I think, right right that evening, didn't you? Yeah.
1: Probably a few hours later. And I was like, wow. It,
0: um, every now and then, there comes a movie. Uh, you wonder where has this movie been my entire Mm -hmm. life? And this is one of those movies for me. I I absolutely I can't say enough good things about the movie. Now
1: it's so good to me that even with a pause option, I don't think I paused it once to get up. It was so good.
0: No, it's about an hour and forty five minutes and it just really just 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 Mm -hmm. goes by. Uh, well, let's let's get into it, but let's not get too into it because right. we don't want to spoil this movie. And mm-hmm. let's just—I want to say this again uh, at the outset: watch this movie. This movie is, I think it—it's almost unfair that it cat—it's put under the horror category. It's—it is—it has some horror elements to it, but it's a thriller, it's a mystery, it's, it's a coming-of-age story. It's—it's it's absolutely great. Let's give them a very Small synopsis of it, Faith. Would you like to tell them what time period this movie takes place in?
1: The nineteen eighties. We seem to have a um, kind of a running theme with the eighties, don't we?
0: <laughs> we do. We we seem to have a running theme with the eighties right now, and it takes place in oddly enough, the summer of no. eighty four.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not just a clever title. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you, you think you think it might be, but it's it's not. And yeah. uh, the movie it's centered around well there's a a group of four boys and they're about 13 years old and it's it's that kind of that last summer before they're going to high school things are things are going to change and the little oregon town that they live in there's a serial killer that's a few towns over i would say Mm -hmm. it's it's the area they live in i think it's like 10 towns that kind of make up one one area and uh, a few towns over there's a serial killer called the cape may slayer who's been operating for about 10 years and one of the boys in this group thinks that his neighbor his next door neighbor might be the cape may slayer and that's all you need to know
1: that's it basically that's that's
0: all you need to know (laughs) this movie though is not just about them investigating the neighbor it's also like i said it's about that time in your life did you get the idea when when you watched this and you watched it again like I did? Right, you watched uh, as we were preparing for the show. You gave it a second viewing.
1: I watched the beginning of it. Right, I didn't watch the whole thing.
0: Did you get the idea that uh, and as things kind of play out in this movie, that this is kind of uh, kind of a look back at like innocence. This mm-hmm. is this is the loss of innocence for yeah. for these kids.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And I want to say this right up front the acting in this movie is top-notch this was a very small production it was um as i said during one of the uh, elm street commentaries it was made efficiently Mm -hmm. it wasn't made for a lot of money it was made efficiently but not cheaply and what did you think of the acting in this movie
1: i thought it was incredible i think sometimes you know a movie based around a lot of kids can kind of you know not be the best movie made but i think they did a great job
0: these kids are absolutely wonderful and they're believable I, they're, be, ab, they're very believable you, they're absolutely believable and and you took the words right out of my mouth absolutely believable and the thing is growing up i'm i'm a little younger than they are uh so give it about five or six years so I'm, I, my movie would be summer of like 90 that's <laughs> 90 91 something like that but the way that these, these kids, especially in their their boys, these young boys talk to each other, this is the way that, that young boys talk to one another. Right. This wasn't movie talk. This was, uh, it felt very real.
1: Yeah, it didn't feel it was like a scripted movie. It was just like watching it, some teenage boys right. hang and out even, and chit-chat.
0: Even when they got very teenage and vulgar, it didn't feel mm-hmm. vulgar for mm-hmm. the sake of vulgarity. It just felt like these kids talking. and. It's almost like they just want, like a camera crew wandered and and filmed these kids, like documentary. Mm -hmm. They're they're absolutely great, and um, so this movie, because there's these four kids and these four boys, it gets a comparison to Stranger Things, and I think it says it right on the shutter uh, description of the movie that uh, you know, kind of in the vein of of Stranger Things. I personally think that's a very unfair comparison to this movie what do you what do you think of that assessment
1: i mean i can see kind of where that would be you know something to compare it to i guess maybe the look of it and stuff like that as a selling point maybe right um but i'm with you i don't really i don't agree with that i think
0: thematically this is a lot different from stranger things i uh i i I like stranger things a lot and we're gonna we're gonna be talking about stranger things aren't we we are. Yeah, because season three is coming out. Yeah, well, that's a little spoiler, people. We mm-hmm. we might have a surprise up our sleeve for we you just with mind. with Stranger Things. But um, I think that comparison is a little unfair. It's a good selling point, you know, to get you watching the movie. But mm-hmm. th- this is this is 180 degrees from what's going on in Stranger Things. Uh, this is very grounded, very real. I think these kids feel more real than the kids in so in Stranger Things. 100%. Those kids feel like 80s movies kids, mm-hmm. and. Uh, these kids actually feel they like just teenagers. Eighties like
1: children. Eighties, <laughs> eighties, teens.
0: And really yeah. just children. Yeah. Just children in, in general. Mm-hmm. Uh one thing that I like about this movie that I was making a, a note of as, as I was rewatching it for this is Stranger Things, and this is not a knock on Stranger Things, Stranger Things I think sometimes relies on nostalgia to pull you in. Yeah, I, I think can you that. can get excited catching all the references okay. in Stranger Things. It's set up that way. Stranger Things as a tv series has the dna of john carpenter steven spielberg and stephen king running through it this movie to me has the dna of uh john hughes and alfred hitchcock running through it and so it's kind of a different thing and it doesn't rely on its setting to make you to give you any kind of emotional feel it doesn't it, you know when, when you look at it and you see Oh, I remember this from the 80s. Or I remember this. It doesn't feel like that. This is more of it just happens to be set in the 80s. Right. And the other great thing about it is it looks like a movie from the 80s. It
1: really does. But it's also very crisp and clean and fresh looking.
0: Very, very crisp and clean uh, and fresh looking, mm-hmm. as you said. Very. That's a that's a great point. Now, talking about the four boys, and they have a lot in common. I was making, again, I was making some notes here as I was watching it. Uh with uh, you know, some other groups, you know, where you have kids, you know, the Goonies, you know, being mm-hmm. one of them. I also did you catch the American Graffiti vibe because you, know, you had the four guys in American Graffiti, you have the four guys here, and they kind of each almost have that thing, yeah, yeah exactly. With the Richard Dreyfus from around Howard, Charlie Martin Smith, uh-huh. and Paul Lamatt, and you kind of have the badass like mm-hmm. Paul Lamatt, and then you have the kind of you know, doofus, and you know. <laughs> So kind of classic just screenwriting, you know, each character having a box, um, you know, and they also made the comparison on Shudder to it. And I think that's another kind of unfair comparison because yeah, it, it just it. because there's young kids in, in a, this time period, you know, again, I think like you a, said,
1: maybe it's just a selling point just to pull you into it. you know. And it's a great selling point, to, oh, of course, to
0: pull you in. Uh, but then there was there's a few things, too. And I noticed this because you see it pretty prominently in the movie. But then there's also kind of a Hardy Boys vibe to it, you know, the Hardy Boys Nancy Drew mystery mm-hmm. vibe to it. Absolutely. And I was thinking as he was looking out the window, not only was I thinking of uh, Alfred Hitchcock, I was thinking about when we were talking about what lies beneath and Michelle Pfeiffer <laughs> with the binoculars. So um, so as we said, like it, it does it. It feels like a movie from 1984. Uh, I think the screenplay is is really good. What did you think about the way that just things kind of naturally progressed?
1: Oh, they were wonderful. I think the movie definitely flowed well. I think it was written right. Really good script. Like we said, it's not it doesn't seem uh what's the word I'm looking for?
0: Nothing's forced.
1: Forced. There we go. That's that's Nothing's the perfect word. Everything just flows good. It's very believable. Mm-hmm. Pulls you in. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I love it.
0: Does it it feels very laid back too for for a thriller mystery? I
1: think we discussed too, like when you were watching it and you told me it's a lot of fun to watch.
0: It's fun. It's yes, fun.
1: Like you just, you just want to keep watching it. You don't want to stop it. I didn't want the movie to end. I Me mean neither. I really didn't. I didn't want, the, as
0: much as I wanted to know what the resolution of this was, I didn't <laughs> want the movie to end. Exactly. There is a lot of sweetness in this movie too. There is. There's also a lot of darkness mm-hmm. in the movie too. And like I said, we don't, we don't want to give too much away. Um, watch, watch this movie. Um, as you heard that little, that little inhale there. You kind of caught, caught myself. If, if you hear it, yeah, everything's all right. Don't. Yeah, are you we're sure good. we're good yes, yes did we're the good. monkey touch you the monkey's monkey? not in here is he? are you sure i don't know i hope the monkey's not in here <laughs> he might be a um, loose lizard <clears throat> i don't know speaking of <laughs> the loose lizards you people out there listening better be careful because you might become known as the loose lizards and, and i don't want that for you and you don't want that for you faith wants it for you though.
1: <laughs> no i don't
0: so uh, continuing with Summer of 84, we're, we're serious here, Faith. We, we, need to, we need to put our game faces on. Oh,
1: That's okay. Just, Sorry. Yeah. We're, we're an
0: international podcast. <laughs> Damn it. Um, talking about it being like an 80s movie, the music for this movie really, really stuck out to me. Uh, uh, Stranger Things has that John Carpenter thing going on mm-hmm. with the music. This sounded like Tangerine Dream that did the music for Risky Business. Uh, have you seen Risky Business with Tom Cruise? I have. When this movie starts with the credits for the uh, for the film companies at the beginning, it sounds like the music that they play I on can that train. Absolutely hear that when, when he's with Rebecca De Mornay. Um, again, that just roots it right in that time. And then there there were some callbacks with the synth sounds to John Carpenter mm-hmm. with Halloween and Charles Bernstein from Elm Street. It's kind of a synth heavy. Uh, soundtrack and there's nothing wrong with that because it's completely awesome there's also another uh, little musical um, homage they use uh, Cruel Summer by Bananarama when the kids are on their bikes and that Mm -hmm. was used in another movie that came out in 1984 called The Karate Kid Mm -hmm. I think they use it in a lot of the same way Uh, He might be riding his bike And if you listened to our commentary For A Nightmare on Elm Street 4 last week This is the second week in a row That the Karate Kid has come up
1: That's true Do you
0: think the universe (laughs) is trying to tell us something
1: Should we take karate lessons
0: Maybe we should take karate (laughs) lessons Or do we just
1: need to watch Karate Kid (laughs) Maybe we need to watch
0: Karate Kid
1: While we take karate lessons While
0: we take karate lessons (laughs) Riding our bikes. There we go. That's it. Uh, that's a great song, though. Cruel Summer by that's Banana it, Room. Yeah. Do you like that song? I do. I like it. A little fact about that song. I, I seem to be full of You're full trivia of facts, facts sometimes. All the time. I love that it. song was written by the group Ace of Bass. You remember oh, Ace of Bass? That's All the Sun?
1: Yeah, and they did. Uh, what's the other song from
2: them? Uh, about the baby. That, all, yeah, she, all She Wants. All She, all wants. she wants. That's it. Yeah,
0: Here's another baby. Swedish, Swedish group. Uh, they that's actually cool. uh, wrote that song. Which very I cool. learned as I was doing research for the show. I did not know that. But uh, I've always liked Cruel Summer. I think that's a, think that's it's a, good, cool. think it's a good 80s tune. It's a good summer tune. Mm-hmm. Um, you like it. I like I it. Yeah. Cool. There's another little homage to the 80s. Uh, did you catch the McCready's whiskey that they were drinking in it? I did. And you want to tell them whom, where McCready comes from?
1: I don't think I know where it comes from. Oh, do know I where know?
0: where comes from? Where does it come from? Oh, there's that little movie that you watched that uh, set at Outpost 31 with Kurt Russell where he fights an alien.
1: Oh, the thing?
0: And, yeah, and his name was McCready. Oh, I mean, yeah. The okay, whiskey, well see, maybe I, yeah. I do not put
1: two and two together with that. Look at that.
0: How do you feel now that two and two is together? My mind is blown. Does it equal four for you? <laughs>
1: That's crazy. What it was equals, your
0: question? Did just the McCready's whiskey, I just said, there was just it was just a nice homage to, oh, to yeah, the of thing, course. I think. Yeah. i I my
1: mind's blown now that I, I know this information.
0: It was, was it the monkey?
1: No, it was not the monkey. Don't pet the monkey. <laughs> That's don't, what she said.
0: Don't pet I have to stop. the monkey. You do. You have a problem with I that? I do. We have, we have to get I'm you. I'm so sorry, we, listeners. Might I'm have to get very you sorry.
1: You're not. <laughs> is there like is there like therapy for blurting out?
0: <laughs> Just stop watching The Office. I think you, I think you. I haven't watched you, it in a few weeks. Think so. you watched too much Michael Scott?
1: <laughs> Maybe so. It's
0: a good joke though. I know. It never gets old. I hope
1: not. That's
0: what she said. <laughs> So, anyway, continuing with our very, uh, very analytical and uh, insightful and intelligent discussion of Summer of 84. Uh, So, like I said, it feels like a movie that could have come from 1984. So, we were saying this is a movie where it seems it's it's at a point in these young men's lives where things are getting ready to change for them. Things are, they're still kind of boys, but they're becoming young men. Right. And but there is remember that time for myself there's something yeah <laughs> she just slipped that in that's, don't do it don't do it that's what she said there she did it but there's a <laughs> specter of adulthood that's looming you know and that kind of that kind of reminded me of elm street 84 you know mm-hmm. these kids coming into adulthood and there's something that you're going to have to deal with and these kids have something
1: pretty big to deal something, with <laughs>
0: something pretty big to deal with and the threat in this movie is very real and that to me makes it a little scary because it's very real exactly and there have been movies that have done things that go on in the suburbs the weird things in the suburbs before there's probably movies that have done it better than this none are popping in my head this is a great mm-hmm. movie i i really love this movie i recommend it to anyone um it might catch some flack from the hardcore horror fanatics because it's not really just a straight horror movie right. there's a lot of, a lot of other things going on here it's kind of a mixing of genres but I absolutely love it um there's some language in it so if you got you know young kids they might not want to watch it but I think teenagers would absolutely oh, yeah, of absolutely adore it adore it and like I said you know we, we can't get too too far into it because we don't want to give yeah, anything away and and this is a movie too that you, it rewards you if you pay attention to mm-hmm. it and it rewards you if you go back and watch it again. It's got some wonderful stuff that I didn't catch the first time. And it's it's just great. And as uh, as one of the characters in this movie says, uh, 13, did we agree that they're 13? I think. Is, this, is that right? 13. 13 is the perfect 14, age. 13 like or 15, 15 maybe? I 15. I think they're 15, actually. 15 they are. Perfect age. I wish I could freeze it for you. It's great. It made me think about being a kid. Did it make you think about mm-hmm. that time? No. Yeah. Yeah. So, Faith. Summer of '84. Would you recommend this movie?
1: One million percent. This movie is really good.
0: That's a pretty high recommendation. Because
1: it's so good.
0: What? Um, it's just some general thoughts here. What? What did you? What did you like most about this movie? You think?
1: I don't want to give too much away about this movie, but I like thriller movies, so I feel like that's kind of what was happening in this movie. You know, kind of keeping you on the edge of your seat. I like that about it.
0: I got a, uh, this is the kind of movie we talked about, Prom Night, a few weeks ago. This is the kind of movie Prom Night could have been. Mm-hmm. And did you catch that Lois Duncan vibe from this, too? Oh, of
1: course. Yeah, I, was, I read all her books in junior high, so I was feeling it for sure.
0: Uh, Lois Duncan, as we have mentioned before, she was a, a writer of a young adult uh, fiction in the mm-hmm. 70s, I think, late 60s, 70s, and 80s. Mm-hmm. And uh, most famous for I Know What You Did Last Summer. And there were so many elements of her mm-hmm. work in this Uh with, there's a milk carton scene. And wasn't there a book that she wrote where the girl saw herself on a milk carton? Was that her? It may have been another of those writers at that time. But I can't it, remember. it it had that vibe of, mm-hmm. of Lois Duncan, of kids, you know, teenagers doing something. And I also want to add this, too. So they go on their little um, investigation of the neighbor. And how charming is it when they're investigating the neighbor, when they're out doing reconnaissance and keeping... You know, kind of doing, you know, uh getting his schedule down to right. to a T, and it's it's just great. It, but it doesn't turn into like Scooby Doo. Right. It's just it's really. Yeah,
1: they're like really good at it. They're really good at stalking him in a way, I guess, if you'd say. It. I mean. You know,
0: yeah, it's keeping it's keeping track of them. It's really good, and these kids, these kids are wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh Let's see, the characters in this movie are Davy, Eats, Woody, and Curtis. Is that right, Curtis? Mm-hmm. And they're all just very well drawn. and uh, which one which one of those four was your favorite?
1: I'm, I'm kind of caught between Davy, the main character. Right, and Eats. I liked him.
0: I'm I'm caught between Davey and Woody. Woody because he reminds me of a real good friend of mine. Like even the way he looks, he reminds me of him and I thought Woody had a real sweetness to him and, yeah, and I, I, I always I
1: liked them all. They all Yeah,
0: they're all wonderful. Curtis and the thing is like they don't overplay any of it. Right. Like like there's there's a larger kid, but he's not right. clumsy. He's you know, these kids really care about one exactly. another and the geek isn't too geeky. Mm-hmm. He he's just kinda into different things. You know, exactly. it's there. They seem like real kids, and I never at one point during this movie did I go, well, why are they hanging out together? Right. You can tell that they're friends, that they get along. Yeah, like we
1: said, the acting's really good, but we have to mention, I mean, just the characters in general, right? And those characters, they're great characters, you know, and they played them so well.
0: Wonderful, wonderful characters, mm-hmm. and like we said, the acting in this movie is top-notch. I want to give a special mention. Uh, we're going to do our favorites, as we do uh, here on The Late Night Fright in just a second. I want to give a special mention to Rich Sommer, who is a character actor. He has been on Mad Men. Uh, I knew him best from The Office, actually. Uh, and I knew who he was immediately mm-hmm. when I saw it. Um, if you've ever watched The Office, when Pam goes to art school in New York, he's the guy who, who kind of becomes her friend. And yeah. he's great in this movie. He is he's absolutely incredible. wonderful in this movie. He does a lot of things in this movie, and he does them very well. And again, watch the movie again watch it that first time enjoy it then go back and watch it a second time he's great this is a great actor he's i think he's i think he's understated and really good and it never feels like he's acting
1: Mm -mm.
0: never feels like he's acting i think he's great um was he your favorite performance in this movie
1: absolutely What what about you
0: uh yeah he's he's my favorite performance but and i don't want to say all of them like i usually do here but uh everybody in this movie yeah yeah,
1: it's hard to to not say all of them i mean it really is hard hard to not
0: say all of them uh the kid and i I want to apologize uh to the listeners and to to these actors like we forgot to write down their names we're sorry (laughs) um they deserve to be mentioned but the kid playing uh the main guy uh Mm davy he's great as are all of the kids and um The girl that plays Nikki, and I do have her name, and I'm gonna try and pronounce it because it's got it's got some permutations to it. Tierra Scoby is how they pronounce her name. Is that not one of the great kind of '80s girls? I loved her. Was she not amazing? I loved her. She's. And she's gorgeous. She really and is. And she looks like the girl next door, mm-hmm. and that personality that comes out, and that playfulness that she has, and the kind of her world is tearing apart too. And I loved her. I. She's gorgeous, and I, I wish growing up I had a next door neighbor, <laughs> like that. <laughs> hey, Faith, don't you, you wish do. you had a next door neighbor like that growing up?
1: I mean, if I were a boy, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well. You can, you can have Woody.
1: <laughs> I like Eats. You I can have, have him. I'd, have an, I'd like a neighbor like Eats with his, with his can, leather jacket. Was he wearing a leather jacket Is that he had on?
0: Eats Eats <laughs> wore the leather jacket. Yeah, he's the John Milner of the group from American Graffiti. Yeah, he's a Jud Nelson from the from the Breakfast Club. So, it's uh, it's it's absolutely great. Uh, and, and Tara Scobie plays Nikki and. I think, she's, I think she's great. She's I actually fine. think she has a, a big future in front of her. I really do.
1: I agree. She
0: kind of has a Michelle Pfeiffer vibe about her. She
1: does. And
0: I am bound and determined that on every show we're going to mention Michelle Pfeiffer <laughs> at some point.
1: We have to. If we don't, something's wrong with us. Because
0: Michelle Pfeiffer's great. Uh, Tierra Scobie is best known probably to audiences uh, here. She. I think she's Canadian in the States. She's on the show Riverdale. And we do want to go ahead and mention that this has happened since... We've been in the studio that uh, we lost Luke Perry the mm-hmm. uh, past few weeks. Uh, from what I, I've heard, he was a great guy, and he was also in a good booger movie. He was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the mm-hmm. original movie, and that's a good movie if you haven't seen it. Go ahead, go ahead and check that out. Faith, are you into the Buffy the Vampire Slayer? A little bit, yeah. Were you into the TV
1: show
0: at all? I've seen some of it. I, uh, I've i seen some of the TV show. I wasn't into the as into the TV show as a lot of people Got into the right. TV show, but uh, uh, I love the movie. I think the movie's great.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, so we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. So, your favorite performance is Rich Summer. as Mr. Mackey.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Also, my favorite performance, and maybe down the line we'll do a little more in depth. Yeah. Uh, a little in, more in depth. Like people need to like analysis. you know watch it first. But and we we you know we've done a lot of older movies here on the Late Night Friday, and we thought you know, really we did. We loved the movie. We mm-hmm. wanted. And we want to get the word out about the movie. So if you're out there, please watch the movie. And you know, we're not getting money for this. It's a shameless plug. Shutter is awesome. It is available on Shutter. Uh, Shutter has original content. They have classics. It's it's very user friendly. If you like Netflix, you'll love Shutter. If you like horror, you'll like Shutter. Mm-hmm. If you like Netflix and horror, Shutter you should be Perfect. doing Shutter. <laughs> and three ninety nine a month. I know. It's it's incredible. I know. And their original their original content is is absolutely wonderful.
1: My list of movies on there has gotten so long I don't know where to begin on it. You know. <laughs> I
0: I know I'm, I'm the same way. Like what do I watch? And next? they uh they also have some really neat original podcasts too that tell stories mm-hmm. and and it's it's very cool. So that's a shameless plug for Shudder. We're not getting money. Shudder, if you're out there listening, we will gladly take your money. Right. Right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, who doesn't want money? But again, you money. know, or a free month or right or a free week but uh yeah. check out summer of 84 check out shutter but uh uh definitely check out summer of 84 i really think even if you don't like uh scary movies that you're really gonna like it. it's it got a really nice hitchcock vibe very much reminded me of rear window and uh if you like it but seriously i know we said it was an unfair comparison if you like stranger things you're gonna like this yeah, and if you like it you're gonna like this so um faith um, you got anything else I think that's it. I think that's it on on my end, too. Well, we do have an original piece of music.
1: What do we got tonight? tonight? We have
0: a premiere. This is a new artist here in Cozy Corner. His name is Mac Donald. Okay. Mac
1: Donald. Mac Donald.
0: And he has a track called Don't Hold It In.
1: All right, that sounds pretty cool.
0: I think it sounds pretty it sounds cool pretty too. Cool. It sounds pretty good. So, this is a world premiere here on the Late Night Fright. McDonald with Don't Hold It In. We'll see you on the other side. <laughs>
2: Traveling a lonely road Carrying a heavy load There's something that you feel inside A part of you has up and died There's a sign up ahead The light is on You've got to stop Before you come undone There's a feeling deep inside You can't hide Don't hold it in Never hold it in a feeling deep inside. You can't hide. Don't hold it in, don't hold it in, don't ever hold. Brown Fools tell you what to do They make you feel like number two There's a sign up ahead The light is on You've got to stop Before you come undone There's a feeling deep inside You can't hide Don't hold it in Don't hold it in Don't ever hold it in A feeling deep inside You can't hide, don't hold it in, don't hold it in, don't ever hold it in You know what you've got to do, you've always known what you've got to do You know what you know, you've got to go, you've got to go, you've got to go, you better go The sun up ahead, the light is on. You got to stop before you come undone. A feeling deep inside.
3: Corner's premier Christian vape shop. Join me every Sunday at 7 a.m. right here on WKMF as we discuss the latest in vape juices and salvation. Tell them what we've got this week, Shasta. That's my wife.
1: I got you, you big stud.
3: And I got you, baby. I'm so glad we made up. You know we've been we've been having some problems, but with the good Lord's help, we worked through them. Let's go get matching tattoos. Let's go do it.
0: Holy smoke! Every Sunday. At 7 a.m. Only on WKMF. Cozy Corner, Public Radio.
1: Let's go get cute matching bunny rabbit tattoos.
3: No, baby, let's get like an eagle and he's on fire. You know what I'm talking about?
1: I don't want that.
3: Oh, praise Jesus.
0: Hey, Faith. Yeah. What are we watching next week?
1: We are watching Misery.
0: That sounds miserable.
1: Eh, not really.
0: We'll be right back.
1: is Scratch Faustus of the Dark
2: Depository, one of our initiates, cast a spell that bound a succubus to a monkey. Should the monkey find completion with someone, that person will be bound to the succubus. Do not pet the monkey. I repeat, do not pet the monkey. Also, come to the Dark Depository. We have several sales going on for all your dark magic and wizarding needs.
0: welcome back boogers to the late night fright i am dan and i am faith faith uh you know we step out to get coffee on the break and we get a message on our station answering machine from scratch faustus and uh that was absolutely terrifying so there is listeners there is a monkey (laughs) that is apparently a succubus which is a very bad demon that has been bound into the form of a monkey wandering the streets of Cozy Corner and if that monkey should, how do we put this delicately Faith um, that um, monkey should um, the monkey get is, um, very friendly
1: um, yeah
0: and uh, bring itself to completion <laughs> uh, you fall under the under the monkey spell which. For life for for life apparently wow. that's that sounds that's pretty terrible that's please awful don't, please don't touch the monkey please don't touch the monkey people that's also a good life lesson <laughs> don't touch the monkey hey the phone lines are uh are lighting up you want it? faith what do you think we haven't taken a phone call it's been a while
1: that's true let's go
0: for it what do you think let's do it all right you are on the late night fright here on wkmf cozy corner public radio with dan and faith what is on your mind tonight Hey guys, Faith, you know who that is.
1: Who is that? That's
0: Moondog Riley. Oh,
1: hey, Moondog.
0: Hey, Faith, how's it going?
3: Going pretty good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing, Dad?
0: Doing pretty good, Moondog. Uh, Faith, this is Moondog Riley, three time intercoastal surfing champion. Wow. Yeah, Cozy That's Corner's cool. own.
3: I was going to tell you that monkey, I saw it he's trying to hang ten with anything that moves. Oh wow. Moon
0: Moondog, Moon dog, listen to me. Don't touch the monkey.
3: That's one of my goals in life, Dan. I try not to touch the monkey, especially when it's someone else's monkey.
0: Yeah, Moon dog. Hey, you going to uh, you going to get them out there at the uh, Intercoastal uh, championship this year?
3: Oh brah. I'm gonna be hanging ten. I'm gonna hang ten, bro. Hey, I see that monkey coming towards me. I'm gonna pipeline out. I'll catch you guys on the flip. Stay spooky, you cookies. Yeah,
0: all right, Moon dog. Yeah, Good, good hearing from you. Be
3: careful. Don't don't
1: touch
0: it. Hey, isn't that impressive, Moon Riley? It's
1: pretty
0: cool. Dog Riley, like three time intercoastal surfing champion. I don't surf, but that's impressive. It is. And he called our show. I know. Isn't that awesome? That's awesome. Good to hear from you, Moon Dog. So anyway, uh, so we were talking about the summer of '84. How much mm-hmm. we love that movie. We want to tell all of you out there we have a few fun things coming up. I think we have something very special planned for Stranger Things for the season three release of Stranger Things on July fourth. So we're gonna keep you up to date on that. I think you're gonna, I think you're gonna be pleasantly surprised what we do. What do you think, Faith? I think so too. It's a lot of work on our part, but we uh, mm-hmm. we're willing to do it for you people out there. Yeah. Uh, We're also going to be having some fun with Tales from the Crypt. uh, We've been been teasing that a little while. This is the 30th anniversary of Tales from the Crypt this year, if you can believe that. Very nice. Isn't that awesome? Uh we also, as we mentioned, next week we are going to be talking about the movie Misery, starring James Kahn and Kathy Bates. Faith, what do you think about this movie?
1: That's a wonderful movie. I'm excited it's to a, discuss
0: it. It's a really, really good mm-hmm. movie. Uh we haven't we haven't done Stephen King, have we? Mm-mm.
1: We have
0: not. I think this is I think this is a good inroads in the in the Stephen King. So we're gonna I think it's gonna be uh I think it's gonna be pretty good. And Faith, I've been wanting to tell you this for a while i'm your number one fan are you oh yes i hope you don't get hurt in a snowstorm and end up in my log cabin
1: oh, thank you <laughs> um, uh
0: she's great and i love her in that movie so we've got that coming <laughs> okay. up we've got uh we've got a couple of classics some newer things coming up mm-hmm. so uh we want to thank all of you out there for listening uh like i said we know you have a lot of options thank you for coming spend some time in cozy corner with us uh faith you got anything
1: I don't think I do. I'm hoping everybody is safe from the monkey, though. Nobody's touched. Yeah,
0: him. yeah. <clears throat> this is about the time when hey, there he is, our good friend Bobby. Oh, hey, hey, he just came in. Bobby, the host of Afterglow, the show that comes on after the late night. Bobby, Bobby, what is what
3: is that? Hey, you guys. Yeah, I found this guy. He was like just outside, like walking around. Like he is very, very <laughs> friendly. You know. Um.
0: Faith, is that a monkey? Yes.
3: What? <laughs>
1: Bobby, please don't. Please don't. Oh, you're not supposed to touch it. Oh my god.
3: What? Well, I mean, he's like a real friendly guy. Like, you know, we've been walking, like I found him like outside the station. You know, and, like he crawled up on me. You know, he's kind of been nibbling on my ear. And I mean, I, you know, you think it's like weird. Like, I kind of got like a little excited. You know, I mean, not too excited. You know, but like he's been nibbling on my ear. Hey, 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 hey! What are you doing? What are you doing? Hey, hey, hey! So he's going down my leg. Faith, look at that. The monkey is hopping my leg. Bobby, do not let him finish. Bobby, do not let him finish. Oh my god, I think it might be too late for that!
0: Faith, we're gonna have to go help him. Who who do we blame for for tonight's like you know, ending of the show? We really can't blame the monkey. I don't
3: like this We can't blame Bobby. I
0: mean, he sees a creature in need, he's gonna help it.
3: Seriously, maybe, maybe we should blame ourselves? All uh, oh, I have help to say you. you guys. i
0: oh, sex monkey. Oh, sex monkey. Stay away from me. I Stay away from me. Oh, sex monkey. Hey, everybody, it's Dan from The Late Night Fright. Be sure to check out our website, latenightfright.com, and subscribe to our email list. Also, check us out on Instagram at The Late Night Fright Podcast. Sweet dreams. See you on the other side.